Curry with the shot, Ben cooking with the sauce, Chef Curry with the pot, boy. Live from the 301, live from the pot. I want to welcome my audience to episode number 153 of Curry in the Pot. I'm your host, I'm your guy, Mike Curry, and I'm back here with another episode, man. Before we get started today, I wanted to dedicate episode number 153 to Miss Diane Harper. Um, she was the mother of my godmother, Kelly Hamilton, and uh, she passed away a couple of weeks ago. So I wanted to dedicate this episode to her and to her life and her husband, a guy called Grandpa Randy. He's been like a, a second grandfather to me. And he listens to my podcast all the time. And I just really just wanted to, you know, pay my respects. And I wanted to dedicate this episode to her and her life. And, you know, you'll definitely be missed. Um, But this is the first episode of 2021. So happy new year, man. We, we made it to 2021. We made it to another year. Obviously, 2020 was a, a trying year for many of us. But we, we, we made it through, man. We made it through. So happy new year to everybody. I hope everybody is continuing to stay home and stay safe. And let's let's have a prosperous new year, man. Um, but you guys know by the title, you guys know what we're here to discuss. And it's this playoff time in the NFL, man. It's one of the best times of the year. Uh, not just because... My, my birthday's in January, but the play, NFL playoffs are in January, man. I'm excited, and I gotta complete the gotta complete the season, man. So NFL season preview, you know I had my guy mid season, you know I had my guy, and you know we gotta we gotta we gotta finish, man. This is the encore, pretty much of what we like to do. We do get into the off season as well, but as far as this season, this will be the last episode that me and my guy B Jones talk about. Uh, so let's 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 welcome my guy, the co-producer. Tell this all the time, man. Tell the story, this brief story, man. Without this guy, current pie would not be what it is, and I truly, truly mean that. And you know, without this guy, I wouldn't be doing it. So, B Jones, welcome back, my guy. How's it going, man? Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year, Mike. Um, thank you for having me. Happy to yes, happy to be on. Yes, sir. Congrats, congrats on the new spot, man. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. I'm not. I'm not there right now, but you know, what I'm saying we're gonna we're gonna lock in a, a new app. We're gonna oh, lock for sure. Y'all y'all gonna see it soon, man. We we gonna yeah, be sure. you know it's gonna be studio vibes, man. Studio, vibe. studio vibes. But be Jones, <laughs> yeah. we are here, man. The NFL playoffs kick off on Saturday, man. Uh, just give me your overall thoughts mm -hmm. on this season as a whole. Obviously, this has been a season unlike any other. You mm -hmm. know, with the pandemic still going on. But talk to me about your thoughts overall on the season. Um, the season was cool. It was cool. It kind of, even with all like the coronavirus and stuff, it kind of like went how we predicted it. Some things didn't happen, but I feel like most things held true. Uh, we didn't see too many stars miss games because mm -hmm. of the coronavirus. I feel like at first they were kind of really like, they were canceling a lot of games, but like pushing back a lot of games. And then I feel like towards the midseason, it was just like, you know what I'm saying? They got a little more lax with the rules. Yeah. But luckily there were no like any casualties or any like serious repercussions from that from right. the coronavirus that affected the season. But I think all things considered, I think um we think I think the season was pretty cool. Um it was it was cool. It was cool. Yes, sir, man. I think 
the season as a whole was was pretty good outside of the NFC East, but I thought oh, yeah. the season I thought the season was cool, man. I'm just glad that we were able to make it to this point because you know and I know I had a lot of doubts about this season starting. Like I didn't know like what it was going to be like. I didn't know if it if it would happen, but you know, we made it to the playoffs, so we're we're just about there, man. We're about 75% of the way through. So, let's let's talk matchups, man. We got okay. We got a different playoff format this year. We got an extra team added, and, you know, one team from each conference has a bye. So, for the NFC, that is the Green Bay Packers. They've earned that right to have a first-round bye. And the Kansas City Chiefs in the AFC, they've earned the right to have a first-round bye. But we got some matchups that I wanted to get into, man. And the first matchup, the first playoff game, is the Colts and the Buffalo Bills. I'm going to start with you on this one. What do you think? Um, for you gamblers out there, the Bills are favored by six and a half. Yeah. Um, what are your opinions on this? Uh, you know, you just just give me your thoughts. I think this is a good matchup for the Bills. I feel like this is a is a is a it's a good matchup for them. I feel like this is a very this is a very winnable game. It's a very winnable game. Um, just because of the amount of weapons that they have on offense, Josh Allen has been playing out of his mind. Stephon Diggs has been arguably the best receiver in the mm-hmm. league this season. Then you got John Brown, Cole Beasley, also the compliment. Um, I think Cole Beasley might be hurt. I don't know if he'll miss the game. But um, then the guy Zach Moss at running back too has, has been pretty good. So I think, yeah, if I had to predict this game, I would I would go, I would definitely go Bills. Um, the Colts, you know, they've been They've been cool. Uh, Jonathan Taylor has been pretty good. The defense has been solid, but it's just, I don't think, I think if this game turns into like a shootout, I don't think the Colts can go back and forth with the Bills. And I think that, and even though the Colts defense is very, very good, I think that the weapons that the uh, Bills have, they can kind of exploit some matchups on that Colts defense. Mm-hmm. I think for the Colts to win this game, it would kind of have to be like twenty to seventeen type of game. I, I kind of, so I see the Bills putting up at least thirty points. I could see it. I definitely see it, man. I feel like the Colts defense is good, but the Bills offense—you can't really pick against them the way it's clicking. Right. Like, I thought, like we thought, the Dolphins were. Uh, you know, one of the better defenses in the league, and the Bills just put up fifty on them, and that was right. Barkley in a lot of that. And game. they they put up a lot on the Broncos too, so they've been they've been clicking a lot recently. Yeah, for sure, man. So I think I'm, I'm going to agree with you. I like the Bills; they are at home, um, so the, and they are having fans as well. So mm-hmm. I think that's going to benefit them. But my thing is, who can who can stop Stephon Diggs? He hasn't been able to be stopped. The only game he really got stopped was early in the season against the Rams. And that was like very, very early in the season. But he's been on a tear lately, you know, catching at like at least nine passes a game, like over the last like two months. Like yeah, he's, 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 been been ridiculous. A, he's been in a different bag lately. He's yeah, been, he, yeah, he's been different, man. And I got to give credit, man, because I, I feel like me and you, since we're from the DMV area, like we always knew like Stefan yeah. did a problem. Like you play, you played against him in high school, right? Yeah. Yeah, so like we all we all knew like Stefan Diggs was a different cat. So, you know, to finally see him, you know, get to truly blossom, 
Like, I, like we've seen the ability uh, on the Vikings, but we saw like, flashes. I mean, we saw flashes, but, but they were they were a run. They were kind of a run based offense. Mm-hmm. And now you know we're seeing it with a QB that has an arm that likes to throw mm-hmm. the ball. Mm-hmm. And and I and I also want to give credit to this because Stephon Diggs was traded in an offseason like any other. You know. You can't really, you couldn't really work out with your guys like that. You know what I'm saying? Like it was no real off season, and he put up this monster year. So also the Stefan Diggs, man. I really want to see like what they want, what they do to take him out of the game. Want to see what the Colts do to take him out of the game. But the Bills, I, I've watched multiple of their games. They make a constant effort to get him the ball, whether it's on a bubble screen, and they just, they just always like the, they always. Find a way to get them all. You got to get your best players the ball, and that's what they do. That's yes, what sir. Yes, so, sir. I'm going to take the Bills, and I just got to take the Bills, man. I can't really – can't trust no Phillip Rivers in the playoffs. But uh, like you said, right. Josh Allen, if there was a, a, a most improved player award in the NFL, I think he would definitely get it. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Uh, so let's move on to the second game of the Saturday slate, and that is the Rams – and the Seahawks, Seattle is at home. Uh, Jared Goff, he looks like he's going to give it a go, but he's definitely not 100%. Um, This is tough, man. This is tough because I actually like both of these teams, and both of these teams are very, very familiar with each other, uh, playing in a really tough NFC West. Um, This is tough, man. I, the way the Seahawks defense has been playing – is why I give the edge to Seattle. I know the Rams have a really good, you know, defensive unit as well. You know, Jalen Ramsey, uh, Aaron Donald, and you got a, a host of other guys. I don't, I forget the uh, other corner that plays opposite of Jalen Ramsey. He's been yeah, he's, he, he, he had a good season. Yeah, yeah he, had a, he had a good season. Um, was it Josh? I think, I think, no, 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 that's the same. It might be Darius Williams. I think. Yeah, that's his name. But I, I was, I was just saying, I was just shouting up. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Darius Williams. Yeah, he's been nice. Um. I I just gotta I just gotta take the better quarterback in this situation, mm-hmm. and Seattle is at home. Um, I don't I don't see this game as being a high scoring game. I see like the theme of all of their games has been like twenty three to nine, twenty to nine, like stuff like that. And mm-hmm. I and I envision it being the same exact type of way. But I just gotta I just gotta take the better quarterback in this situation, Jared Goff. I've never been too high on him. I mean, he's a solid QB, but he's hurt. I just, I can't, I mean, I could be wrong, but I like the way Seattle's defense has been playing uh, ever since the acquisition of Carlos Dunlap and ever since Jamal Adams came back from injury. It's like the defense is, it's finally put it together because they have, they have some guys, but like earlier in the year, it just wasn't clicking. Like they have names though. Shaquille Griffin, uh, Jamal Adams, like I said, Carlos, don't like they have guys. Bobby Wagner's still there, KJ Wright. They have guys, but earlier in the year, it just wasn't quite clicking. But I think right now, they're clicking at the perfect moment. So I got to give the edge to the Seahawks in this one. I got I to gotta pick the Seahawks to win. Yeah, I 100% agree with you. Um, I think it'll be a very low scoring game. I could see even like a 16 to 10 final score. And I'm going to have to go with Seattle as well, just because of all the reasons that you said. Jared Goff isn't 100%. And even if he was 100%, he's shown he's been struggling mm-hmm. towards the end of the season. Had a, um, had a few bad games. Um, now, Seattle's offense hasn't necessarily been clicking lately. 
Mm-hmm. But their defense has kind of put it together. And then you have Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson will make enough plays, enough plays and enough uh, off-schedule plays that he can uh, work around with that defense enough to, to get them enough points to win the game. So I think I think I got Se- I got Seattle in a low-scoring game, close low-scoring game. For sure. But both of these teams have had a both of these teams have had good seasons and if they if the matchups played out any other way i could see both of these teams advancing but same same exactly i i totally agree with you mm-hmm. uh let's move on to the last matchup so far me and b jones got a two for two consensus uh mm-hmm. last matchup i'm <laughs> we probably agree on this one too but mm-hmm. uh, the last one is the tampa bay buccaneers traveling to landover maryland at fedex field and they're taking on the washington football team b jones you obviously know Washington football team won a division mm. and had a lot of controversy surrounding it based on what the Eagles did and they elected to sub out Jalen Hurts and uh, insert Nate Sudfield. I, mm. I don't know if you saw what center Jason Kelsey said, but he I did. I that saw. was always part of the plan as yeah. far as he knew and the offensive lineman knew. So I think the media is kind of blowing it out of proportion. But what I want to say, man, I know Giants fans and Giants players are upset, but you guys finished six and ten. That's it's it's you can't really blame nobody but yourself. I mean, you did sweep the Washington football team, so that's how you got two of your wins. But you guys just didn't play well enough to win a division, and I, I'm sorry. I mean, the Eagles had absolutely nothing to play for. I mean, they could have beat the football team, and you guys would have got in. But that's what it comes down to at the end of the day. Six and, six and ten ball club. Mm. You got to control what you can control, and in those sixteen games, you didn't control enough. So, mm. the Boston football team is in. B. John, I'm gonna start with you on this game, man. Uh, what do you think? This is Tom Brady's first time as a wild card. Mm. Um, what, what do you think, man? I feel like this is a very, very interesting matchup, and I, I could see it going a couple of ways. But, but what are your thoughts on this matchup? I think it's um. Well, aside from the the quarterback questions that the football team has, uh, I think this is a winnable, out of all the playoff matchups they could have got, I think this is one of the most winnable. um, Just because I think I I discussed this with you, the matchup between the offensive line of the Bucs. Yeah, okay. So the offensive line of the Bucs and the defensive line of the football team. So, and I say that because if they, the Bucks aren't very good at running the ball. So if the defensive line of the football team can create a lot of pressure in the passing game so that Tom Brady can't connect to his receivers, wait for them to, because he has a lot of technically sound receivers. Also, we don't know if Mike, uh, Mike Evans is playing, but he has a lot of technically sound receivers like Chris Godwin and Antonio Brown. So if he, doesn't have enough time in the pocket for uh, those guys to get open. And they can keep this to a low scoring game, like a 20 to 14 or 20 to 17 type of game. I think this is a winnable game for them, but I don't see the football team putting up more than say 20 points. So I think they have to keep the bucks under 20 points. Now, if Tom Brady does have time and they're able to get up early, put up 17 points in the first quarter and put up 17 points in the first half, I think this game can kind of get get out of hand early. Um, so I think 
they have to really dominate that defensive line versus offensive line matchup for this game to be competitive. Yeah, um, I look at it very similar to how you just said it. Uh, there's, there's two there's two key matchups in this game. The first one is the one you just mentioned, the Bucks offensive line, which has been very inconsistent. Mm-hmm. Um, if you cut on the tape of that Saints game, and mm-hmm. well, both Saints games, the uh, the Saints were able to pretty much you know suppress Tom Brady and not not let him do anything like those were the games where we were like damn Tom Brady's washed like those th- mm-hmm. those two games and a couple of the other games they lost it's like wow you know like they don't look good so if you're um if you're able to you know be able to create havoc and put pressure on Brady I think the football team definitely has a chance I just don't know if they'll be able to do that um you did mention the Buccaneers do not run the ball well but I think if I think they're gonna have to run the ball this particular week because the football team, I've watched them get gassed. They were getting gassed last week against Boston Scott. I saw with my own two eyes in person, they got gassed by Wayne Gallman and Alfred Morris. So if I think if you can run the football, even though the Bucks haven't been, you know, terrific at it this year, I think they're gonna try to run the football. I think they're gonna they're gonna at least try. I mean, you got for in that. Oh, you got Rojo. They should be. I think they're going to try to run the football because I think I think that is I think that is a weakness. That is the weakness mm-hmm. of the Washington football team's defense. Another matchup I look at is the Buccaneers wide receivers versus the secondary of the Washington football team. Now we know if Mike Evans do plays, that's still, that's 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 still great. But even if he doesn't, Antonio Brown, Chris Godwin. Mm-hmm. That's still a that's that's the, you can say that's the best wide receiver duo in football to be honest with you like right. that's still that's still a hell of a tandem, um but you know I'm I'm expecting Mike Evans to at least give it a go, um so let's just say Mike Evans A B Chris Godwin and then you know matched up opposite side you got Kendall Fuller Ronald Darby, I give the edge to the Buccaneers if Tom Brady is able to get time, if he's able to get time and he gets the ball out fast. So we're really gonna see, like you like like you said, um, I can't see the football team getting into a shootout with this team because they can't. They just they just can't. If you look at the football team, you look at their wins, they haven't scored a lot of points. Like, but like I don't yeah. know if they scored 30 this year. Have they scored? Yeah, I think they might they was that the game against the Eagles? Was that 30 the 37 27 game? I'm on the look. First, first game in the season. Has the football team scored 30 this year? I know they're averaging. the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, I know they're averaging like probably like 20 to 21 points a game. They've only scored 30 points. So, yeah, the only time they scored over 30 was that 41 um, point game against the Cowboys where they scored 41. Okay. Okay. So, they're obviously not explosive. Alex Smith isn't 100%. Terry McLaurin, he's not 100%. Um, he's going to give it a go as he did last week. But, yeah, they don't want to shoot out with this Bucks team because – Another – another. Uh, sorry to cut you off, but another thing is one of the matchups that can be exploited on the Bucks defense is at the corner cornerback spot, you, if, especially with speedy receivers. Um, you saw what Tyreek yeah. Hill did to yeah. them. But the football team isn't a really a downfield passing attack. It's more of a methodical – check down offense so that's mm-hmm. not even really a matchup that, that that they can they can try to exploit but that's not really their game yeah so it's gonna be interesting man like it could go a couple of ways 
But I can't pick against Tom Brady. It's, it's Alex Smith versus Brady. Mm. And I just can't do it this time. I can't pick them. Mm. But, I mean, I would like to see it, but I just got to pick the Buccaneers. Yeah, I'm going to go with the Bucs as well. Um, I think they'll be able to put up the amount of points that they need to. And it's also noted that Tom Brady's never lost at FedEx Field. I did not know that. So, yeah, so that's also worth noting. Uh, let's move on to the Sunday slated games. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to talk about the first one. Yes, sir. I didn't even think that was the one o'clock game. It shouldn't be, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Bears saying should be the one o'clock. But the one o'clock game on Sunday is the Baltimore Ravens taking on the Tennessee Titans. I'm going to start first on this one. Um, This is interesting because I know a lot of people, they, they're saying the Ravens are hot right now. Mm. But are they really hot? They just beat up on the Bengals and Jaguars. Like, are they really hot? That, that that's a, The Jaguars have the number one pick in the draft uh, this coming April. And the Bengals, we know they've been bad. And it's no secret is to see the Ravens throttle them. That's, that, that always happens. Um, I will say they have been getting it together offensively. Me and you talked about this the other day. Mm. Uh, their offense has been clicking at the right time. But I just feel like in this particular spot, it, it may not even matter. They're playing the Tennessee Titans, a team who beat them in the playoffs last year. I know that was, you know, back in January of last year. But the Titans also beat them just a couple of months ago in November. And I love Lamar Jackson. He's absolutely electrifying. J.K. Dobbins is my guy. He went to Ohio State. But, excuse me. But I think the Titans are just the wrong matchup for the Ravens. Until I see it, I cannot I cannot pick the Ravens to win. The, the Titans, they have a guy who will get MVP consideration but probably won't win it in Derrick Henry. Uh, who became the eighth player to rush for 2,000 yards. He's been spectacular. I don't know about you, B. Jones, but I ain't trying to tackle that man <laughs> in January. It's cold out. I ain't trying to tackle that man. Uh, you got to want to, you know, stopping the run is a will thing. You got to want to do it. And I don't, I don't know, man. I think both teams are run first offenses, but I got to, I got to give the edge to the Titans, man, especially with the emergence of A.J. Brown this year. We've been talking about him a lot lately. I feel like he's going to be the X Factor because obviously the matchup is, you know, Derrick Henry. But A.J. Brown is somebody you got to worry about. Like, he he the real deal. So I'm going to be looking at him, matching yeah. with Marlon Humphrey, matching with Marcus Peters. I'm going to be looking at that a lot. But I got to go with the Titans. I just think the Titans are the Ravens' kryptonite and... I gotta go with that. I'm sorry. I love I love Lamar. I just don't think this is the matchup that the Ravens really really want. For sure. Yeah, I, I picked the Ravens uh, the last two years, and they lost each time uh, in the first game. So I should pick the Titans, but I'm gonna pick the Ravens. <laughs> I'm gonna pick the Ravens, but um, we just yeah we discussed this before. Um, the Titans are they're the worst, probably one of the worst matchup, especially in this first round. Worst matchup they could have gotten in the playoffs besides the Chiefs. Um, 
just because they have an athletic defense with a lot of side-to-side speed, so you can't really get around the corners and kind of get those extra yards and break those long runs on them just because of the speed that they have on their defense. And then on the offensive side of the ball, they're not a pass first attack because the Ravens, I feel like the Ravens' defense is pass defense is much and their pass rush is much more lethal than their run defense so if you have to kind of drop back every time to move the ball you know you're uh, putting your quarterback at risk to those hits but since the Titans are the offense runs through Derrick Henry you know they can control the clock and um, just slow down the game so if the Titans got up early like we saw last year then they can just ride their carry for the rest of the game. It's over. It's current. Kind of cut the game short and give the Ravens uh, less possessions. So, and even in the game that we saw earlier this year between the Titans and the Ravens, the Ravens went up early and the Titans came back and won. So, just more evidence that they're not really that great of a matchup for them. With that mm-hmm. being said, I'm going to pick the Ravens. You're still going to pick the Ravens, though. Still pick the Ravens. All that... I respect it, bro, because, bro, I want them to win, but I'm picking it based on the evidence that I've seen. The fact. I'm just just going on what I've seen with my own two eyes, and I just, this is is the wrong matchup for them. I know the Titans got bust by the Packers. I know they just got blown out by them. Yeah, but that's the the Packers. It's a different matchup, exactly. It's a totally different matchup, and they got something on Lamar, bro. I don't. They got something. They got over. the code. They got the code. They, 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 they know how to beat them. They know how to beat them. And I've only really seen Lamar Jackson play from behind once this year. Mm-hmm. Against the Browns. Against the Browns. Yeah. I, it's going to be a good game. I think this is the best game of the weekend, to be honest. Yeah. Because the la- last last time they played in the playoffs, it was kind of was a blowout. Not really a blowout, but the Titans dominated. Titans controlled the whole game. Yeah. He but I see, I see this one going wire to wire. I can see this one coming down to like a, a last possession. I think I think it's going to be like how the, the last game was in November. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This, so maybe, this. you know, the Ravens could keep itching and itching and they'll finally get this one. I, I can see that too. I want the Ravens to win just for you people out there to think I might be hating. I'm just going on the evidence of what I've seen the last two times these teams have played. And I know you can say this Titans defense was different back in January when they played last year, but the personnel is still the same for the most part, especially when you compare them They're the last the last time they met in November. So let's move on. Uh, we won't spend too much time on this, so I can promise you that. But we have the Saints hosting the Chicago Bears. The Bears squeaked in. This is a team that started off 5-1, and one, then they went on a six-game losing streak. Then they found themselves playing some good ball and squeaking in due to the Cardinals losing, right? Yeah, the Cardinals lost their last two games to the uh, 49ers and the, uh, and the 49ers and the Rams. I knew once they lost that 49ers game, I knew they weren't going to make it because yeah. the Rams had lost that week too, so they came into the next game hungry. Yeah, I knew... I think the Cardinals, we're just a year away from them, just like how we were on the Browns last year. I mean, they, because I, I, I watched a lot of their games, and that, that they lost that 49ers game, and then they shouldn't have lost that Patriots game. Either. Yeah. Um, but it was it was kind of like a lot of questionable. Actually, they lost a lot of games that they shouldn't have lost. They the lost Lions. It. They lost to the Lions. 
But even but to the late in the season too, they lost to the um they lost to the Dolphins on because mm-hmm. um it was another game I forgot. But anyway, um they kind of questionable coaching from Cliff Kingsbury yeah. down the stretch, a couple of uh, late game decisions. But they're not in the playoffs, so we're not going to spend too much time on them. Um, but did you have anything else to say, or you want me? To oh, no, I, I was going to let you start on this game. Okay. Yes, yeah, so, the Bears. I'm going to keep it 100. I don't know how the Bears got in the playoffs. Because I remember, like you said, they were 5-1. Then they went on they that. They lost six games in a row. And they went on that losing streak. So, And I, I didn't see any of their games after that. So I don't even know how they were winning or like how they even got in the playoffs. They had a game against it. The, they beat the Jaguars, which isn't mm-hmm. hard to do. Um, I feel like they won a division game. Like I think that they might have beat the – I think they beat the Vikings. They did beat yeah. the Vikings. I remember that game. Um, but, yeah, this is a team that I said was going to have a top five pick. Um, and then Mitch Trubisky was going to get let go. But, I mean, he played decent they ball. The Texans. They beat, smacked the Texans. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he played decent ball down the stretch. So, now he might even get a contract extension. I think that would be a huge mistake. But, I mean, we'll see how it goes. Um, as far as this game against the Saints, um, I think it's an interesting matchup. They, these team, this team played these teams. They played a few weeks ago. I want to say four or five weeks ago, and it was a, it was, yeah. The Saints dominated the game, but I think they ended up winning by one possession. I could kind of yeah. see, I yeah. could, I could see kind of a similar outcome from this game. I could see like a twenty-three to thirteen kind of victory for the Saints, just because the Saints' offense hasn't been as potent. Oh yeah, they won an overtime. That was back in November. I remember the overtime. Yeah, they won an overtime. Will Lutz kicked the field goal. I remember now. Remember okay. vividly now. Because I remember the the Saints were dominating, and then the Bears came back and yeah. made it a game late. But um, yeah, uh, the Saints' offense hasn't been as potent as we're used to seeing. Drew Brees has kind of slowed down, uh, lost a lot of arm strength. But I think, I think they'll. I think they'll put up enough points to win. And I think I don't really see, like we, we discussed a little bit earlier uh, before we started recording about the Saints defense. They're a good unit, but not dominant. Mm-hmm. Um, you can kind of exploit their secondary, but I don't think Mitch Trubisky, he's that much of a risk taker. He's not really a gunslinger. He's more of a conservative passer. Yeah. And I feel like that's the best, that's the kind of matchup that the Saints defense can kind of dominate. So I don't see them putting up that many points in this game. Maybe 13 points, maybe 16 points. So I, yeah. I, I got the I got the Saints and probably about a 10 or 11 point victory. Yeah, I don't I don't have too much on this game. It is interesting and wild how the Bears got in the playoffs. I remember when we were talking about it, you were like the Bears just made the playoffs, shaking my head. And I was like, yo, for real? Like, because yeah. they were supposed to be there. Right. We weren't supposed to be there, but um, I know David Montgomery, he put on a, a fabulous stretch running the football, and Mr. Bisky played solid ball down the stretch. He actually had some, a couple of really good games, but they're in. They're here. I don't see them beating the Saints, um, but stranger things have happened to the Saints. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we just got to see, but I, I got to go with the Saints. Um, Kamara practice today. Michael Thomas should be back. He wasn't. He didn't play in that first meeting uh, when these two teams met in November. Uh, Thomas didn't play? 
Yeah, that was out. That was when oh, you, okay. you know that big stretch of games. Right, right, right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right, that's right. Um, so they the Saints should definitely win. Um, I mean they got to. You know, there's reports that Drew Brees, this is it for him. I know he signed that um, um deal with NBC last April. So yeah, I, see yeah, I think that's his last go around. I mean, this this is it. So it's really do or die for them. Um, they should advance, like I said, but stranger things have happened. But I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Saints to win. Um, you know, at least by a touchdown. And then we got one more game. And this game is interesting, too, because I was actually leaning with the Browns to win before, you know, their, their um, coach got COVID, Kevin Stefanski, and their left guard, Joe um, Boltino. So I don't, I don't, I don't know anymore, man. I don't know. Um, I will say this though, me and you, we were early on the Steelers. We didn't really believe that. I said this was the worst 11 and 0 team I ever saw in my life. And mm -hmm. it was so true. Like they, I think the game where they got exposed was by the Cowboys. And granted the Cowboys, they weren't good this year, but as far as they, you can't find 10 teams that have a better roster at least on paper than the Dallas Cowboys. And I felt like the Cowboys exposed exposed the Steelers in some ways. And then you saw them lose to Washington. And yep. you, saw, you saw them lose to the Bengals. That, 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 that's what really threw me off about the Steelers. Mm. They lost to the Bengals. And um, Ryan Finley started. I said, whoa. Mm. I said, whoa. <laughs> I said, nah, bro. This is not <laughs> Did they lose two in a row or was it three in a row? I think it was it was three in a row. They lost to the they lost to the uh, football team. Bengals and the Bills. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, man, they were eleven to zero and they lost three straight, and they should have lost to the Colts. Yeah, they yeah. should have lost that game to the Colts. So the Steelers should be entering the playoffs on a five game losing streak. Yeah. So, I mean, they finished 12-4, and four, but the eye test, it says it all, man. They really weren't that good. They were more like a 10-6 type team, for real, for real. Yeah, 10-6, 9-7. Yeah, like, that, that's that's the vibe that this team is. They got, a, they got a lot of good matchups just with bad teams and then teams missing their key players. We got to hold you. I still might take the Browns. I'm over here talking myself into taking the Browns. Yeah. Also, the key for this game... It's gonna be how effective can the Browns run? How effect can they run the football effectively? Rather, right. that way, can they run it? Can they run it? They have um a two-headed snake in the backfield with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Um, that's a that's a tall task, especially without you know. And the, this is when I thought they were gonna really need Bud Dupree and Devin Bush. This is right here. This this is what you need them for. I know. These two teams just played last week. Um, the Steelers sat out several starters on the defensive side of the ball, and Big Ben didn't play. Um, but the receiving core still played. Juju played. Chase Claypool played. Um, wow, I kind of, I kind of want to take the Browns in this one, B. Jones. It's weird, bro. It's weird to say this, but if the Steelers, if the Steelers cannot run the football, they will lose this game. And they haven't been able to run the football lately. So if they cannot do that, they cannot get it going on the ground. I can see the Browns, you know, having that ball control offense. Um, you know, not not having not making Baker Mayfield be the guy to beat you. 
Mm. You know, controlling the clock, controlling tempo, everything with Nick Chubb, and then hitting up Jarvis Landry here and there. I, I can see the Browns winning this game uh, in a very close game. Uh, I'm going to go with the Browns, bro. Yeah, I was going to go Steelers, too, just because, well, just like y'all was initially going to go Browns, and I was going to go Steelers just because of all the COVID stuff yeah. and all that. But they're not missing any players, right? It's just the coach. No, their left guard got COVID. Okay, so... Yeah, I think you kind of talked me into going Browns, too, just when you talk about all the uh, missing linebackers that the Steelers have and the Browns being a physical downhill running football team. I think that's something that they can exploit. And then uh, Big Ben in the offense, uh, they struggle to run the ball and they, they're not really a vertical kind of passing game. Are you good, bro? Um, it's a a lot of underneath stuff. So I think if the Browns, if uh, Chubb and Hunt, they can kind of piece together a lot of those five yard, six yard carries, and the Browns can control the clock. I could definitely see the Browns winning like a twenty three to seventeen type of game. You know? Yeah. So I think I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna go Browns too. Yeah, so um, that that one should be interesting. Um, I I, I think I, I now see why that is the nightcap. Yeah, that'll be an interesting match. I don't think it'll be a blowout. Yeah, it's gonna be a close one, man. Uh, and either way, man. But yeah, Big Ben hasn't looked great. He's looked he's looked re- relatively old. Um, mm-hmm. that is in part to their inability to run the ball. He mm-hmm. can't run the ball, so yeah. And you know their receivers haven't been. They've been like good in spurts. It's weird. Like Chase Claypool was doing good early. Juju mm. consistent. I don't really know, man. I just gotta go, kind of go with what I what I've been seeing. And as, I know it's weird to pick the Browns to win a playoff game, but yeah. that's what I'm doing here. So I gotta roll with the Browns. Um, I do want to talk awards really, really fast, man. Um, for MVP, I think Aaron Rodgers definitely locked it up. But Derrick Henry was great this year. Uh, but I, I think Rodgers definitely did it. Um, Yeah, same, same. Uh, Russell Wilson kind of started off hot, but mm-hmm. then he he fell, he fell off towards like the second half of the season. Uh, Mahomes had another good Mahomes season, but I think Rodgers had the best season on paper. Yeah, it was like a reminder type year for Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. And Devontae Adams was incredible too. For sure, yeah. Uh, offensive player of the year, I, I go Derrick Henry. I got to, uh, but if, if Derrick Henry didn't have this monster year, I'll probably go. It'll be, hey, it could be a couple of guys, honestly. Like, who, who are you about to say? I'm about to say Derrick Henry, but I think Devontae Adams ball. Okay, uh, I go. I was Jefferson ball. Travis who, Kelsey ball. Who'd you say? Who's the third person you said? You said Justin Jefferson. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. nah. Uh, um, I was going to put Alvin Kamara up there, too. Alvin Kamara, too. That's six touchdowns. Yeah, for sure. Um, th- I feel like this was a good year. Mm-hmm. Like, a lot of guys, like like Travis Kelsey, like, broke the record for most receiving yards by a tight end. Mm-hmm. And he like he was going crazy. Alvin Kamara, he had a six-piece in one game. Like, that game, yeah, that was crazy. He should have had seven. Yeah, he should have had seven, bro, but Sean Payne was hating, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but yeah, offensive player of the year. You can go, yeah, you can go there. Here we go, Kamara. 
Uh, it was a good year for a lot of people, man. Um, I, think you, I think you gotta go. To, I think you gotta go, Henry. Yeah, running for two thousand yards, uh, eighth player to do so. Definitely. Um, rookie of the year, offensive rookie of the year is a tough one for me because I feel like they normally cater it to QB, but my mine is Justin Jefferson because, yeah. and I said this to someone the other day. I feel like. The other receivers that went before him could have thrived just like this. But, like, this was a good fit for him. Like, he got to come in and, you know, Adam Thielen is there. Um, Teams are focused on stopping Dalvin Cook. And he just he just shined. He was just terrific all year. Um, I know Justin Herbert, he was good um, once he finally got in there. But Justin Jefferson was, was spectacular, man. He broke Randy Moss's record for most receiving yards by a rookie. He would. He was sensational this year. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think Herbert will probably win it just because he's a QB. But he wasn't really winning a lot of games. They did win a few games down the stretch. And he played well. But I think what um, Justin Jefferson was doing was just more impressive. Um, it's because you don't really see receivers come in and hit the ground running like that. Like that. And he was putting like up that. numbers consistently, like against good defense, against good cornerbacks, too. Like every week, he was making two or three highlight plays. Yeah, yeah, bro. Um, defensive player of the year, I don't even know. I don't even know. I had Jalen Ramsey for a while. I, I don't even know, bro. I think. Uh, mm. I think Miles Garrett was balling for a while, but yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. I was thinking about this one yesterday. I was like, who wins defensive player of the year? I think TJ Watt had the league lead in sacks. Mm-hmm. But I don't think he was like defensive player of the year type. Yeah. I feel like this is why they might just give this one to like Aaron Donald just because yeah. <laughs> like, this is one of them type of giants. Yeah, and um a defensive rookie of the year. I know we have a consensus on this oh, one. Yeah, for sure. I got Chase Young. Uh, sure. Shout out to him. Uh, he did everything I thought he was going to do. Um, I know the sack numbers weren't what everybody, you know, thought. But I always tell people when you uh, look at Chase Young's numbers, you got to watch them. You got to watch the film. You got to watch what he's able to do for others. Like, uh, a lot of uh, he's – like, he a lot of the QB pressures, like, forced some interceptions. Like, stuff that he was just doing. Um we all know about the forced fumbles and fumble recovery. But shout out to Chase Young, man. He's been balling. Uh, me and B. Jones weren't surprised. I don't know how many people were surprised, but this was no surprise at all. A coach of the year is very, very interesting. Um, Ron Rivera had a great story um, with the cancer, overcoming that. Um, had to start Alex Smith, a guy who overcame 17 surgeries. I feel like he's in consideration. I don't think he'll win it. Mm-hmm. Um the Bills were great, so Sean McDermott is going to get a lot of love. Um, who was your coach of the year? I have, hold on, let me, I definitely have one that was kind of like a sleeper, but it slipped in my mind for some reason. Brian Flores was good. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah, that's who I was thinking of. I was thinking of him if they had made the playoffs, but they didn't. They didn't make the playoffs, so I'm gonna go with uh, the Bills coach, uh, Sean McDermott. Sean McDermott, yeah. I really, I was really rooting for the Dolphins. I wanted to see them in there because I felt like they would have been a tough matchup for anybody. Yeah, especially with that defense. With that defense, but um, they just didn't quite get it done. But 
Um, luckily for them, they do have the number three pick in the draft, thanks to Bill O'Brien. Yeah. I was <laughs> going to say the Houston Texans, but nah, Bill O'Brien. Yeah, all Bill O'Brien. Um, lastly, before we get out of here, I've been predicting games for quite a while, and I've always been hovering in the 62, 63, 64% range. But this year, my record on predicting games was 167, 78, and 1, which is thanks to the um, Bengals and Eagles tie. Um, I, I'm not great at math, but I calculated it in my calculator, and I finished with 68% on the picks this year. So, got to give myself a big pat on the back for predicting 68% of the games this year. Congrats, bro. Appreciate you, Congrats, bro. You, you, know that, you, know, you know ball. Appreciate that, bro. It, no it's always some nutty games that stop me from getting to 70%, but it's all good, man. It's all love, man. But that's it, B. Jones. You got anything else? No, nah, I mean, we ain't really touched on the Chiefs or the Packers, but... Um, talk about them real quick, man. Um, they, I guess we weren't talking about them because they did, you know, clinch yeah. for guys and not playing this week. But what do you think... Um, what do you think about the Packers, man? Um, I was kind of going into the season, I thought they would kind of be like the same Packers as last year. Mm -hmm. I kind of see like a, a different kind of swag from them this year. The offenses, offensive flows a little bit more. Um, that is also in part to uh, the second year under Matt LaFleur. For sure. They didn't really add any, I thought they needed to add another receiver. But they didn't. Doing that. They didn't, and the offense still improved. The other guys around Devontae Adams stepped up. So I think, I think just because of the NFC East is wide open, I think they they would be the strongest pick to come out of the uh, NFC and represent them in the Super Bowl. I wouldn't be surprised if that happened at all. So um, yeah, I think the I think the Packers are pretty good. I think yeah, I like I like. They're pretty solid, mob. They're pretty solid. Yeah, I like what I've seen from Green Bay. I like you saying. Um, it's just been a couple of times where I walked. I'm like, their offense is humming, like mm. clicking on all cylinders. And I've seen that multiple times of the year. And you know, they they have no problem planning bad weather. That's what they do in Green Bay. So you know, there won't be a problem for them for real. They have the home field advantage. Um, I, I like what I've seen from the offense. I do want to shout out to Jair Alexander. He's been strapped. He had a good season. He had a he's good been strapped on the deep on at DB at corner. He's been he's he had like a, a top three to top five season for a cornerback. He's been he's been that good. For, sure. um, for the Chiefs, man, it's business as usual. It's business as usual. <laughs> like, it's it's so weird because it's like. This is a team you can never like. If they lose, I just got to see it happen. It's like I'm never going to predict them to lose. But uh, we talked about off air if the, the Bills have the best chance of taking them out. Yeah, the only only team I can see beating them is the Bills. Yeah, the so, Bills have the best chance of taking them out. But just because they can match them in firepower. Yeah, exactly. I don't, exactly. I don't think I don't think it's any other team in the AFC that can really match them in firepower. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I agree with that, man. It's, it's, especially as far I'm pretty sure you're referring to as throwing the ball because look, the, the yeah. Ravens have firepower. They, yep, the Ravens, but they're they're a ground they're a ground yeah. control team. Right, they're a ground control team, and they kind of have to play from ahead. Mm-hmm. Exactly, you know I mean? on schedule team. Yeah, I agree, man. The Bills they have the best shot at beating the Chiefs, but it's just business usual for the Chiefs, man. They I, I tell you what, I wouldn't want to go to Arrowhead. They got fans there too. Um, I went. I ain't trying to go there. It'd be cold out there too. But um, I do. I do hope we get Bills and Chiefs. I, I just want to see that. I, I, that's all I really want to see. Yeah, that's that's the matchup I want to see in the AFC. I yeah. want to see uh, Packers Saints. That'd yeah. be cool. Yeah, I think. Rodgers and Breeze, that would be cool. Packers, Saints, and Bill Sheets. I think those would, I mean, that's one, two. One, two versus one, two. I think those would be the matches I want to see, but we'll see how it plays out. We'll definitely see how it plays out. Uh, before we go, shout out to Face 7, the brand. Shout out to Dwayne wow. B. Jones, got it on too. I'm on on too. You, you know, we had to show love, man. Support black owned businesses, man. You can shop at Face 7, uh, the brand.com. That's the website. I do have it in my, uh, one of my descriptions, but I'm gonna post it in there too. Uh, but again, shout out to Face Seven. But uh, B Jones has been real, man. Uh, we made it through another year, another NFL season. Yeah. Uh, this this the fourth. This was my fourth year doing the game, doing the picks. I believe so. 2016. Uh, started in 2017. 2017. Well, 2017. Yeah, it's a fourth. Year. I started 2017, 2018 season. 2018. 2017. 2019, 2020, and 2021. Yep, this is my fourth year, man. So we've been at it, man, since the beginning. I think you gave me the idea to predict games, I think. Somebody. Might, I don't know. Yeah, might have. I might have. But I know you signed off on it. But yeah. Sure. Um. It's been real, bro. I'm excited to see these matchups this week. I'm not going to catch all of them. I got to work on Saturday, but I definitely will catch the full football team and Bucks game. But I'm definitely going to be trying to find out what's going on with these other two games uh, during Saturday. I don't know if I'm off on Sunday yet, but we'll see, man. Uh, it's it's sure, been a great journey, man. We're almost at the end, B. Jones. So... Hey, man, thanks for rocking with me. Thanks for riding with me, bro. You already know, bro. Yes, sir. All right, man. This is uh, to my audience. Uh, thank you guys so much for supporting me. Thank you guys for the continued love and support, man. We made it through another NFL season. And I know you basketball fans is probably happy. Uh, so I am I might go on IG Live next week, man, and talk. Just let y'all talk to me about whatever, because we're about to have a wild, wild card weekend. And... Yeah, man. Uh, every NBA team has played like a 10 for their game. So it's going to be fun, man. But again, uh, shout out to B. Jones for joining me. This is episode number 153. Mike Curry is out. Peace. <laughs>